Good morning, everybody. This is Tawana, and this is the My Sister Keeper podcast, and I am the founder of the My Sister of Northeast Ohio 501c4 nonprofit charity. I just want to say good morning, first and foremost, and I hope everybody have a great, terrific day today. It's Tuesday. I'm in Cleveland. The weather is not that bad today. It's going to be around 42, so that's kind of decent. It's better than zero. Anyway, I wanted to jump on here and um, say hi, first and foremost. And secondly, I want to talk about um, medication and also healthy boundaries when it comes to medication. Now, as you guys know, if you've been listening and following me, I take Zoloft, 200 milligrams every day. And the Zoloft for me has been a godsend, as you guys know, because I rave about it in other um, podcasts. So anyhow, what the Zoloft did for me, and I'm just talking about me, like I always use myself as an um, example, is it helped, it, it, it cleared my mind to the point where I can't establish healthy boundaries. And one of the healthy boundaries that I, I actually established is with my family. I, because my mind is clear, because the Zoloft has made my mind clear enough for I could think and process information regularly and take my time and understand this is good this is not good i am understanding that i cannot be around toxic people toxic people negative people people who like just totally in a bad mood and all of us know those type of people we may even be that type of person so um i i I am able with the medication to make clearer decisions about setting boundaries and actually set and carry those boundaries out. Now, I know medication is not for everybody, and I'm not telling you if you're listening to this and you have um, an issue with um, setting good boundaries with people around you or whatever the case may be, I'm not telling you to go and tell your doctor, put me on medication. I'm not telling you that. There's a couple of books out there, which I don't have the names for right now. I'm going to give you the names in the next podcast that will help you create healthy boundaries without the medication. I'm just speaking for me because my mind was so full of stuff without the medication. It was, I had thoughts like running 100 miles per hour and I couldn't pinpoint things. And, it's, and it was overwhelming. Therefore, it was hard for me to actually cipher through information. Now with Zoloft, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually able to sift through information better. And um, create those healthy boundaries and stick to them. Another thing that I have done for creating healthy boundaries is, um, as you guys know, I write everything down. I write things down. I write like... This person in my journal, I write this person is very negative, blah, 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 blah. And I put that in my journal as a reminder to me. So when I have to go around these people, I can prepare myself for it. And um, it that worked a lot for me. That worked a very lot for me. Preparing myself, mentally preparing myself to be around people who are toxic to me. That will pretty much shift my mood because even though I'm on medication doesn't mean I'm exempt from actually the OCD symptoms and everything else. And, um, sidebar, Ken told me the last time I seen Ken, he was like, Oh, there's no OCD symptoms. Wonderful. Because I'm actually practicing what he taught me one and two, the Zoloft is working without Zoloft. I'm telling you, I am a Zoloft is a a godsend, but anyhow, back to boundaries. I keep rambling. I'm sorry, guys.
Um, so I, I, I write, you know, down this person, blah, blah, blah. Um, I need to say no to this person. I need not to pick up more stuff. And I also write down my priorities. This is what I have to do in my life. So if anybody else come to me, I could just pull it off. And I got that on an index card that I carry in my purse. So when people say, can you do this for me? I pull out my index card and I read it and I'm like, huh, I got all this to do. How am I going to do this for you? So um, that's how I am coping with setting healthy boundaries. And as you guys know, I am here to be transparent and to tell you guys off the top everything that goes on in my life, the good, the bad and the ugly. And this is still setting boundaries coping skills, all of that is a work in progress with me. Do I believe that I'm in recovery to a point? I don't think anybody with an addiction or mental illness is never to the point where they can say I'm nor I'm normal. And we discussed normalcy once before there is no normal. There's only normal what we think normal is. I think we're always working to be that better person. I think we're always striving to be better. As far as being 100% cured, I am not. I know that if I stop taking the Zoloft, if I stop doing the coping skills, if I stop journaling, if I stop doing self-care techniques like reading and just relaxing at, you know, at night, cutting the day off, at a certain time, at a certain time, if I don't do that, then I will go backwards. So, I mean, it's the work in progress for us, us all. Just like if you're addicted to medica- um, addicted to a drug or um, alcohol, in AA they say one day at a time, one step at a time. That's what it is across the board for mental illness too. You cannot get up in the morning and say, hey, I feel better. I'm going to stop my medication. Now, I know people that, that do that <laughs> and it's not recommended. And I will never do that because I know if I do that, I will backslide. I think I'm doing pretty good um, overall. So you guys know, I haven't had any really real devastating things come across. Now, the holidays for me, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, are like very not good times for me. So I am a little anxious about it, but I'm working through it. And that's the best part. Instead of myself getting depressed about what I don't have, what I need, blah, 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 I am actually working through it. Um, Another thing I want to talk about before I end this podcast is the holidays, I know, is a very stressful time across the board, even if you don't have a mental illness or an addiction. It's a stressful time across the board. My only suggestion is to take it all and strive. Practice your coping skills. Um, Stay away from negative people. And I know that's hard to say when your family is like, you got to be around your family, but, but honestly, you really don't have to. You don't have to be around people who are toxic, who put you down, who is negative, who crushes every dream you had, who's always, always there making you feel less than. You do not have to be around those type of people. That's a choice. And you have to understand that when it comes to family, it's a choice. I am not, and I'm speaking this. I am not going around my family Thanksgiving or Christmas. I made that choice because I do not want to feel bad. I do not want negativity to attach itself to me. 
I don't want that. I don't want any symptoms of my PTSD or even the OCD or even the depression to creep up. So I decided to have a pleasant time away from my family for the holidays. And I am going to relax and I'm going to do what I want to do. And I don't have to put on an illusion because I don't know if I um, if I spoke about this, but I think I did. When I was growing up and, you know, my daughter brought this to me yesterday when I was growing up. And the family that I'm from, my mother and father, you know, both alcoholics, and me and my brother used to have to put on this illusion, that's what I called it, for the for people on the outside, to make them think, oh, our life is perfect, we're great, everything. And that illusion I lived with until I got old enough to say, hey, this is not right, and started speaking the truth and became the black sheep of the family. But anyway... I don't want to live that illusion. Do you want to live a lie? Pretty much illusion is a lie. So you want to sit there and, and make ha- everything's happy. Go to these family gatherings on a holiday and with a big old fake smile on your face and pretend that everything's good, everything's happy, we're such a happy family, or do you want a peace of mind? That's a choice I made, and that's the choice I'm presenting to you guys. Now, um, like I said, I'm doing this in Strive, and I'm always presenting to you guys truth about myself and what I'm going through, and that's where I'm at. I decided not to subject myself to that. That's what I decided to do, Um, and I just want to give you guys that little tidbit on that. Some things that's up and coming, because I'm almost to my 10-minute mark. Some things that's up and coming, um, as you guys know, I have a new organization. Well, the organization is not new, but I honestly got the 501c4 status on my um, on my on my sister's keeper of Northeast Ohio. Now, listen, everything we offer to everybody out there is free. I don't charge for nothing. If you need to talk to somebody, if you need re- someone to help you find a, a psychiatrist or, or somebody that's equipped to handle the diagnosis that you have or if you need somebody to really diagnose not no you if you just need someone to vent to all of this is free you need to check out my website it's my sister's keeper ohio.org everything is free everything is free the only thing you have to do is schedule an appointment with me you schedule an appointment we'll sit down we'll talk about it also we're accepting donations um you could donate 50 cent i'm not really i'm not really um privy on how much you donate but i the only reason why i'm asking for donations is because people who cannot afford the medication people who do not have uh, money to go to a therapist people who do not have insurance or anything like that transportation or whatever i want my this organization will be able to provide the financial help that these people need to get the help that they need to help their mental illness to help them get mentally healthy i should say so that's why that's what the donations are for the donations are not for me the donations are not for anybody else the donations for the people that actually come and call and need the help and need help to get special services we offer to pay for them everything again everything my sister keeper of northeast ohio offers is completely free so i i I encourage you guys if you know somebody family members or whatnot i encourage you guys to go to the website i encourage you guys to sign up for the newsletter that will be coming out december 1st and it'll be a monthly newsletter 
with everything that's going on, I, 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 I implore you guys to really, really, really go to the website, check it out and um, sign up for some services if you want, or even you could sign up to volunteer. Unfortunately, you know, I, you know, volunteering is a lot is I mean you're in the trenches you know what I'm saying but if you volunteer you go through these classes to become a prayer support representative like I am completing the courses this week the course this week well actually today and you get certified as a peer support person then you too can do it this is I mean because people was asking me oh you're not going to charge anything no no no, I'm not charging anything for these services. Check out the website, my sister's keeper, Ohio.org. Check it out. And, and I mean, seriously, check it out. It's something good. Another thing that's on the flip side of that is I'm going to do my own research on minority mental health. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I don't mean the vet. Well, I take that back. I do mean the vet. The, um, the office, let me get the right name to this to this place because this this really like totally totally blew me okay the cleveland office of minority health is ran by white people they're not the minority they're the majority i have a problem with that so if i contact the the cleveland office of mental um uh, uh, minority health i'm going to be talking to a white person how the hell excuse the french can this person tell me anything about minority health I have a problem with organizations that is supposed to be geared towards minorities ran by the majority, meaning um, organizations that's for Hispanics, um, Chinese, Asians or whatever, African-American, whatever, being politically correct. And these organizations are ran and founded by Caucasian people throws my mind, totally throws my mind. So. With that being said, they do their little research, and I believe, I mean, I may be wrong, I doubt it, but the research they do on all these health issues, the, the um, disparity, the stigma, and all this, as it relates to minority people, I think it's kind of biased. And, I, you know, I hate to get on my soap my soapbox, but here we go. So my, my sister keeper, me mainly, will be doing our own research, and it will not be biased. And we're going to do the research. And we're going to put it online and send it to a couple of journals and see if they will see if they will actually print this because it I, I'm curious to see they're fine with a white person saying, hey, I'm going to help with African-American health. I'm going to explain this to you. How the hell can you explain something when you ain't never went through it? But they have these people in charge of these um, groups. And I think that, that is dead wrong. I don't know if anybody remember back in the day. Um, there was this white woman pretending to be black and she was the head of the NAACP. Are you kidding me? That's the same thing with these minority groups, the minority health or African-American men's association here in Ohio ran by white people. So that's what I'm about. Anyhow, let me end this. I'm sorry for ranting and raving longer than I was intending to, but, um, please check out my website. I'm going to post it. So you guys can see it, check it out. Like I said, sign up for the email. If you need help, contact me. Every service is free. Every service I offer is free, completely free. If you need help, let me know if you want to make a donation. All donations benefit someone to get 
met their medication to get to um, to see a therapist or a psychiatrist to help these people out here that don't have the funds to help it. Like I said, I have good insurance because I actually have a job, but there's people out here that, you know, insurance won't cover a therapist or the copay on the medication is too high or they just don't have it. So my, all the donations, every single donation goes to the people. And um, I'm going to end this right here. So I, I'll I'll jump back on again before the holidays to um, speak a little encouragement. I know you guys are like, Tawana is going to speak encouragement. Oh, my God. But I will. So you guys have a great, great, great Tuesday. Stay warm if you're in the northern states. Stay dry if you're if you're in the middle states. And just enjoy your day. Be nice to each other and, and just be just continue your journey. And be the best you that you can be. Bye for now.